This episode of MBSing is proudly supported by Simplecast. Simplecast makes podcasting easy, affordable, and downright friendly. Use the promo code CHICAGO to get 50% off your first three months. Well, stories of an open light and every time we work ourselves up it's a rage. Smashing gravity pull the handle no one says but everybody wants to be the one just climbing out and I'm feeling the cold. Hello, welcome to MBSing. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest today is my friend Joe Underbaki, and he talks to me about his love of photography. Joe came to photography via comedy and videography and kind of stumbled into it being a passion of his, self-admittedly more so than comedy is at this point. So I think it was very fun for me to get to chat with someone who I've known for a long time in the comedy community about something that he finds himself doing with more of his time now. Uh, he's professionally cutting videos for the website Dose and really enjoys that, but he still finds a lot of his free time going to the exploration of mostly portrait photography and meeting people who share his passion, meeting people who are models, and seeing what that kind of culture looks like in a way that he never really had until he started to pursue photography more seriously as uh, at least a hobby. And we uncover some kind of uh, points along his photography journey, like buying his first DSLR camera and trying to figure out lighting and settings. And uh, it was just a really, really good time. I really think that Joe is so funny and I'm sure is really wonderful at getting people at their best and at ease uh, when he's photographing them. So I hope that you will listen and check out some of his work either on Instagram or on his personal website because I think it's really uh, amazing and really fun for me to kind of have gotten to see his progression through this passion of his. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this conversation, I can imagine that you'd also enjoy Blurry Photos. It's a conspiracy theory type uh, podcast that's also a part of the Chicago Podcast Co-op. And so Dave and Dave uncover all of these uh, idiosyncrasies about you know different weirdnesses. So if you're into that check out blurry photos but uh blurry photos are are an actual photographer's nightmare you know what i'm saying okay if you would like to see a live show you can come to the annoyance theater any thursday night at 9 30 to see the fish bowl it will consist of some annoyance veterans teachers other types of performers playing with people who are current improv students, maybe don't have as many reps under their belts. So one group is trying to kind of uh, bolster the other, but the secret is that the vets learn a lot as well from the experience of helping newer players uh, get into improv. And my team Sight Unseen closes out every week. I think that's about all I have for you. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy this conversation with Joe Underbaki. What did you get into this morning before you joined me? Is that was that part of it? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, well, I had an Uber uh, catastrophe. Oh no! Which not a catastrophe, but I started surgery real bad. Yeah. And uh, I just was like, you know what? 
I'm going to take it because Aww. time time is money. Yeah. And I don't know what the equation is, but it's uh, I always works out. I think it's literally out. just time equals money. Time <laughs> equals money. And however you want to literally, literally translate that into dollar signs and or minutes. Uh, right. Yeah, that is something I've had to really remind myself recently because it's, for me it's like if I weigh whether I'm going to Uber or to work or take the bus because otherwise yeah. I bike, but I can't bike in this. It's no. literally three degrees. It's not okay. Your chains wouldn't sustain it. No, everything would be bad. It would be awful. So for me, it's like, well, if I take an Uber, I'll be there 15 minutes earlier, and that's literally more money for me. And so I, it's like, I, yeah. And I even go farther forward to where I'm like, I mean, in 20 years, am I gonna have 15 minutes fewer with my son? Like that's how, <laughs> like that's how I look at time. And it's, I know it's ridiculous, but like, I'm like I'll pay four dollars to have another throw, uh, toss the ball with my son for a little longer in the future. That's so yeah. funny. So, but I think that's the right way to look at it. Yeah. Like I think you you really have to, and that took me a long time because I'm a really. Uh, I'm like frugal to the point of sure. I, I probably am detrimental to myself yeah. in certain situations. People are like that though. People are like, I, the bus is free if you have like a pass. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. But like, let's go. Like, we got <laughs> to get to the event of a lifetime. Like, let's just like not spend this on the bus. I don't know. And I'm and I'm probably more frivolous to the point where it's like detrimental. A bad. Yeah. <laughs> to where I'm like, I'll I'll like, well, I'm not gonna have zero dollars after this. Like that's how I think about it. I'm like, am I gonna wake up tomorrow with zero dollars? No. no. I'll pay fourteen dollars for this thing. Like, what's the difference? And like, you know, again, I'll not be able to feed my son in twenty years. And like, that's uh, it goes both ways. But uh, but I arrived, and that's all that matters. I will say it made me feel pretty good about my decision to just uh, take a lift this morning when we picked someone up and dropped them off before I got to my destination. Oh, you pool. You do you I, lift I'm a, line. I'm a liner or a pooler Too much of a dice roll for me. It's too yeah, much of a dice roll. You can't do it. It's always, I would say 90% of the time, it's, I'm like, what are we, where are we going? Oh. <laughs> but then again, that's like confirmation bias, where it's like, I'm sure 50% of the time it's fine, but you don't remember the time where it goes really great. Yes, I think for me right now, as with I think they've worked a lot of the kinks out of the system because I feel like you think it's more logical routes now. They're, I do, yeah, yeah. I really do, and 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 I think so many people are using them right now. I think when I use Uber and Lyft are when a lot of people are using them. Yeah, you know? probably when it comes down, you need it, and it's four fifty five. Exactly. And you're trying to get yeah. Exactly. So I think because of that, it's like I work in the West Loop. Odds are there's going to be someone else trying to take an Uber from the West Loop yeah. to towards where I live, you know? Yeah. And and vice versa. So I think it ends up being a little more on the way than I think it was when the systems first got released. For sure. And best case scenario, quiet old car ride. Yeah. Quiet car ride with some strangers. I took an Uber to work one morning at like 6.30 in the morning, and I was just like... I couldn't have wanted to talk to someone less, and literally, we picked up no. two other people. No, no one said oh, a single. I thought I was going to turn sour. With that I for know a this like, was a good. And story. we had a chatty cafe. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's this rare. It's story. rare that I really want to talk to an, an Uber or Lyft driver, but when someone can hold that, like walk that line of like being conversational, yes. but not overbearing as a driver, and like saying some cool shit, <laughs> and I get out of the car, I'm like. Good convo. That's how my driver was this Good morning. Good convo. For sure. Man. My driver, I got in. She was like, how's your morning? And I was like, 
fine, you know, just given. Yeah. Real. Sure. Got Toss any plans there. for tomorrow? Yeah, gonna spend it with some friends. You know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Real. And we didn't really say much else. We pick out the other guy. She goes through the same two questions with him. She has like a little bit of a conversation with him, but I'm kind of like not really participating. Sure. She drops him off, and then like we're on our way, and she was like, "You're not going too far either." And I was like, "Yep." And she said, "That's what it's been all day. Just point A to point B. People not wanting to walk in this cold. You yeah. Know? Just very basic stuff. Sure. And then I was like, you know, trying to be good. So I was like, yeah, I usually bike, but I can't bike in this. And she was like, oh, no. You know, like, yeah. just agreeing with me. And she said the funniest thing. She goes, as my mom would say it best, you can be a fool, but don't be a damn fool. <laughs> I thought no. that was no. the funniest I just thing. Hope, I just hope that she ends every ride with that. And, yes. you, and you happen to fall into a time when it, like, fit pretty well. I know. And she was like, you know, fist bump. I know. It was so good, though. She was just like, yeah, biking in this, that's a damn fool. And it was so funny. (laughs) And I'm going to take that. I know. I was like, I'm not going to forget that because it really is a good summary of like, you can be silly, but don't do something idiotic. Yeah, I mean, adjust that to however you would phrase that in your own particular cadence. Uh, That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a great example of what you're saying. It's like every once in a while you can just hit like the... The perfect amount of conversation, not too much, and you get a little gem like that that you just take Man, with I'm, you. I'm realizing now that I could have done this whole episode on ride sharing, and people <laughs> might think that that's people might think that this is the topic, but. The uh, the title will tell you that it is not. But, but like thinking about it, I'm like, man, I, f- I do fucking love it. Like, are we, can we, really? We're swearing? We're swearing? We're yeah, swearing. you can okay. say whatever Everybody the fuck that you want. Yes. Uh, of course. It's I'm pretty common. The check mark of like introductory podcast questions are like yeah. all very basic. Yeah. But it's normal. Good it's check. like you said. It's They're there for a reason. They're there for a reason. <laughs> Every, uh, everything's po- things are popular because a lot of people do them and they should and they deserve to be. <laughs> right. Uh, my guest today is the delightful Joe Underbaki. He's not going to talk about ride shows for Even an hour. That could be a mini-sode. I don't know. A little mini. I'm going to clip this out. Five New Year's minutes. Eve special mini-sode. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bonus treat. Sweet preview for the next week's episode. Coming up. <laughs> Uh, I will say I feel like you would appreciate this that when Blair Beacon did the show when she got to the studio she was planning to talk to me about pizza and at some point pre-interview she said something to the effect of yeah I just like I really I respect so much the idea of honesty that I thought about talking about it on your show but I didn't think it would work and I was like fuck you we're talking about honesty I don't want to talk about pizza last minute audible yeah yeah. so for the first like 10 minutes we did talk about pizza and then for the whole rest of it we just talked about like the concept of being honest sure that's great and also the good good news for everybody else pizza's back on the table (laughs) exactly as 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 a topic of conversation it's another one that's come up in a lot of people's shortlists, but that no one's actually done a full episode on. Yeah, I mean, someone's got to chat about it. I think so, too. But not Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Joe and I are going to talk about photography. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, that'd be great. And it's also, it'd be funny if we just did 20 mini episodes of just various <laughs> things. We just spent, instead of starting into the conversation <laughs> about photography, we just talk about, uh, the thing about pizza. Is... I mean, you got to know about it. The sauce, how about it? Round, little bit of sauce cheese <laughs> i could go i mean these are all great 
Uh, what's the origin of your love of photography? Uh, great. I was wondering what your like uh, layout of of uh, you know expositionary questions are. That's um, the top, baby. Yeah, uh, photography. I like so I've done video for like super long time, like starting in high school with like in the the old journalism program. Oh yes. And we had the highest caliber of equipment, and the stories were <laughs> second to none. There was one. There was one story about. Uh, uh, the, the, we had some lunch trays. This is like the high school journalism thing. We had like new lunch trays that were styrofoam. Yeah. And they all had little, uh, little sayings on them. And oh, what, it was like, uh, uh, it was like, uh, always do your best. I'm like, I'm eating fucking cheese bread for lunch. <laughs> what, what, what am I supposed to really this carry forward? It's neither triangular nor rectangular. This is just, it was a, it was a loaf of bread, French <laughs> slice of bread with cheese on it and a dipping sauce. I'm like, just put it together. And they always said, do your always, best. Always, always to your best. And we did a story on that. Breaking news. Um, Is that the only thing they all said? Always no, there best. was three different phrases, and I'm really upset that I can't That's remember. That's all right. Because I like shuffled through them in the story. Yeah, of I'll, course. Uh, check the check the details for the amendment <laughs> okay. to this. Uh, but that is all to say that like I've done video since like you know 2003, 2004, and. When I moved here, I like was like, man, I need to make some hot sizzling comedy vids. Yeah, of course. Got to crank out that content. Haven't done it, but I did buy a camera. <laughs> I, I remember having like a, a like a crappy like I got like a really crappy like camcorder, like Canon camcorder yeah. for Christmas like 20, 2011 or something like that. I was like, great, these would be great for videos. It was like a total half measure, and to the where like it didn't. It was like good for home movies, and I tried to like film videos. I'm like, this doesn't work. Oh no. This isn't good. I'm actually excited because I've realized that I get to tell you a fun part about <laughs> this this ordeal. So so I got that and I like, tried to do something with it. I was like, I can't do it. And early Chicago days, I was like, I didn't have like, I wasn't rolling. I wouldn't have a Shit. cash flow, total cash flow. Yeah. And uh, all these kids were buying these DSLRs. Yes. And all these, the hot, you know the hot DSLR That's cams? exactly what I was thinking when you said that you got like a camcorder in 2011. I was like, yeah, that makes sense because yeah. it was like the cusp of when yeah. everyone was getting DSLRs and they were like preventatively expensive. They were, they were, it all depended on your uh, financial situation. Sure. I would, I would say around that time, like they were still, they were pretty accessible. I would say like 2010, 2011, like that bubble kind of like became a thing where they became really accessible. Gotcha. Uh, but not for me at right. the time. So I was like, right. all right, well, I'll get you can, like, bro, what are we talking like 700 bucks? Maybe uh, a more than that? Sh- sure. For like, um, not like not entry level, but like for a decent camera, cool. probably like $700. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the time I was like, I'm going to get into the game here with something. So I need, I need to be sure. able to record my own stuff. That's a good lesson though. Like yeah. you have to be able to just, you know, use what you have. You have to use what you have. And phones weren't where they were either. Yes. That's a good point. <laughs> Guys, we've been around for a while. Phones didn't used to be. <laughs> If there's 14-year-olds listening to this, trust me, phones are way better now. I know you've seen the movie Tangerine, filmed entirely on iPhones, but this was before that was a possibility. But the thing about that movie is that they had gimbals, they had steady cams, they had they had cranes. That's a really good point. They had all kinds of shit. And they just had them all fitted they were so all, that an they iPhone could mat, go They had boxes, they had lenses for their phones. like... N- don't get the idea that you can go out and film. <laughs> That's a, a super cinema. good point. Yeah, it's That's if you watch super... it behind the scenes for any, I don't, like I've never seen that movie, but like if you go behind the scenes for any of those movies, you'll see them with like the most complicated apparatus, and it's like so it's almost like they're using an iPhone just to like brag that they used an iPhone. Yeah, kinda. and it's like well, you know, you, and it's like there's don't take away anything from like how impressive any cinematography is, but like in terms of like, of course the iPhone can like record yeah video. It's yeah. more about like the technique than anything else sure but, but but that is all to say that like phones are great mm-hmm. and they take great pictures mm-hmm. but uh so i had this crappy canon camcorder and i was like this is not cutting 
the juice. That's not a phrase, but <laughs> I it, thought you were going to go with rug. Cutting the rug. And I not, didn't know if that would really equally inapplicable, <laughs> but at least a real phrase. Uh, it's not cutting it. Not cutting the any juice. Insert your uh, <laughs> anything, item there. Comment below. Um, anything you're trying to cut, it ain't doing it. It ain't cutting it. And so I was like, I need to get a, a DSLR. And I need to kind of probably wipe out my bank account to get it. Like, I just decided at that moment that I was like, ah, I got paid for some, like, freelancing. I was like, yeah. all right, tonight's a knuckle crack. Like, I'm going to go on eBay. And I'm a big, listen, MBS, I'm a big deal guy. Okay. I like a good song. <laughs> oh, man. That had been another oh, great one. I'll deals. come back. I'll come yeah. back. We, I'll keep a list of, like, of if, little t- if I get, you know, <laughs> so 50 more episodes in and still no one's done Seinfeld or deals. <laughs> I can still just sprinkle <laughs> sprinkle little tidbits about I would like the fact that, that I, it all connects to the <laughs> to this central theme. Uh-huh. So I love a good deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I go on this website called slickdeals.net, and it is Heard one of, of my it? top five sites. Okay. To where, like, you know. To this day. Mor- oh, absolutely. Love a slick deal. Morning, morning ritual, uh, f- you know, the old FB, little, uh, little IG action, and uh-huh. then SD, baby. We got to get on that slick deals. <laughs> We gotta check it out. I've gotten in like internet fights on Slick Deals, like arguing. That's the only place that I about things yeah, on Slick about deals, deals or about like no, non- about deals. Like <laughs> about deals, people will be like, "Well, there'll be a deal." And someone will be like, "Well, this is on." I mean, this is a great deal, but like this is on sale on Amazon for like two dollars more. It's like, well, then go fucking buy it on Amazon. <laughs> it's it's uh, like to the point where like I had to check in with myself, be like, let's not like no more internet fights on Slick Deals. Like that's. <laughs> I can't. Ooh, that's so funny. Can't happen God anymore. God damn it. Uh, so a deal came up for like a, a DSLR Canon, like a Canon DSLR. It's called, it was called a T4i, and it was like five. I'm was, familiar. Yeah, T4i. Mm-hmm. Um, just after T3i, and just before the T5i. For for anybody to keep keep track. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was sitting on my computer, and there's a video of this moment. I videoed it where like I was on eBay. It was like an eBay thing, but like through a vent, through a real vendor, and I was like hovering over the the buy button. And I took it like maybe it was a vine or something. Remember, remember vine guys? I do. R.I.P. <laughs> it had a good, it had potential. Um, and I videoed myself clicking by, and then back to myself being like, "Well, here we go. Here it is." So I had this big, love that <laughs> this tremendous moment with myself, and yeah. I got so jazzed up. So here's the part that I was excited to tell you. I got so jazzed up about this purchase, about changing the course of my life, and it, it did. Like it really did. Like change kind of the course of my life. At yeah, that point. when you said that you cleared your bank account to get it, I was like, dude, that's the time to do it. Like yeah. it's for a thing that yeah. you now is your like entire career. I mean, it's a huge. Yeah, it's, it, it has become a huge part. And I still have that camera. I have like another one now. That's but, like, amazing. Uh, but yeah, I still have it, and it's great. But so like uh, another thing about me is like n- not great about like fitness and running and stuff and like exercising. <laughs> but I was so jazzed from this purchase. I was like, "Fuck this, man! I'm going on a run. Yes, I'm so filled with energy. I'm brimming. Yes. I'm just br- I'm to the top with with Pumped. courage and uh, th- the future is looking great. I love this. And I go out and it's, this is probably I think it was like in August of like 2014. Mm-hmm. And I go outside and I start and I go on this run. I so I live in Lincoln Square at the time and so I'm like running around like a nice park in Lincoln Square and. Running, 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 and I have this Nike app that like tracks like you know your path, your course, or whatever. Uh-huh. And I'm running, and I'll bring anybody to this spot who wants to see it because it was bullshit. I'm running on like a side street, like a neighborhood side street, and about to cross an alley, like where an alley comes out into the street. And there's this fucking like thirty degree. I'm doing a, a thing with my hands where I'm showing you that it's like a thirty, forty degree 
incline that where the sidewalk turns into the alley and I catch my ankle on it and I just no. fucking Oh, I remember that you yeah. ruined your ankle. I destroyed I my ankle. No. I destroyed my ankle. So what was funny no. about what was funny about this is that I remember this now is that I biked to the park so I could run around the park. For some reason. It was close. I don't know why I did that. But so I biked to the park. I was on the ground and I was just sitting there. I was like, God damn it. A thing happens to me often where like I'll get really high. Like I'll feel really Something high and I'll just you. get distra- I'll just bring myself right back down. Just as a sad anecdote for Thanksgiving. <laughs> for Thanksgiving, I made I like I decided to make this really complicated cornbread, this really like fun jalapeno cheddar cornbread Love from like it. one of those BuzzFeed videos. Yes. And uh, I was like, I'm gonna make this shit. Like this sounds so good. And I made it and I bought a skillet, like a cast iron skillet yes. for it's this the only reason. Way to do it. It's the only way to do it. And um I like made this cornbread, was so proud of it that I wanted to make a second one. And so I put this one out and I presented it to my roommate. I showed it to him and he's like, that looks great. I went back and I grabbed the skillet no. and burned my the fuck out of my hand. No. So this is just something like a no. theme that like. You're like, yes, I nailed it. Uh, <sighs> Your like, adrenaline just leads you into. Yeah. Uh, into, danger. <laughs> into, uh, yeah, possibly poor decision making, but also possibly just like bad luck. Yeah. Like it's hard to say. Like, don't grab a skill. That's a decision. That's not luck. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, like, 100% of the time before today, I've only had pots and pans. Right. So, of like, course. so, like, muscle memory is like, grab a skillet. <laughs> like, it's fucked up. Like, there should be something on a skillet. Don't, I don't like skillets. I feel like also, I don't want to put this on you, but in general, you're a pretty like cautious person. Yeah. So, absolutely. So, when something happens that like gives you a little bit of like yeah. confidence or excitement, you're like, no, I can try this out. It's fine. I don't have to be I cautious. Think, yeah, and then it immediately burns you, literally. <laughs> I think I just get like, it's not that I'm consciously not trying to be cautious, I just lose that consciousness. Right. And I decide to do what normal people do, probably, which is, like, go for it and li- go for life. And then I f- get fucked. Uh, go for life. So I'm on the ground <laughs> in this alleyway in Lincoln Square by a park. And I'm like, I'm like, you know that moment where you have to kind of assess yes. an injury mm-hmm. for yourself and, and everything? And I'm like, this feels bad, mm-hmm. but, but I'll think I'm okay. So I get up, and pretty much immediately I'm like, this is, isn't good. And oh. I have to limp. So luckily I'm not close to my bike. So I limped down back to the park where I like uh, parked my bike, grab it and like ride it home with like one kind of like, you know, where you kind of like spin the pedal and let the momentum bring it back up. And like, I don't even, I don't know why you know this. It's a very specific I know I do. I know exactly what you're talking about though. Yeah. As someone who's biked enough to try to ride a bike in any circumstance, like, yeah. oh, one of the wheels is flat. We'll see how far we'll we can get. You know what I mean? Like, what, I'm going to see sparks. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be... It's not gonna be ideal. Exactly. Life's never ideal. I was thinking it was actually good that you had your bike on you just yeah. so that you did have something to like lean on and not have to just walk the whole No, way. it was really good and really lucky. Um but so so I rode my bike back to my apartment and like my ankle was fucked really bad. But what was super funny about it is that on my Nike app, it just shows it shows this path that's like green. Whatever my path was around the park, green, green means like I'm going at a good clip. Green, 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 red. <laughs> it just there's like a cutoff point where like this dude just stops, which is funny because it just stops right there. But then like it turns to red even more when I start to ride my bike because like now I'm really zipping apparently. Yeah. And so like there's just this really great visual representation of me <laughs> totally fucking my ankle up, uh, all because I got so jazzed. So my camera came. So the camera came like four days later. 
and like I like couldn't walk. So I literally like the first picture. I wish I would have kept it, but I remember taking going outside on my deck. <laughs> I had this like back deck, and I just like took a picture of like the Your deck. yard. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, great. This is like, where I can go. One day soon, I'll be able to. <laughs> go outside and, and you can you did not seek medical attention for your ankle uh not for a while i um i let it ride for a little bit was it because you didn't have any funds or? uh it was because that i'm just generally scared of, yeah. of medical yeah. <laughs> medical anything but i did go eventually like i went once i felt like it was probably fine <laughs> you know so they can just tell me the good news and right. i can walk <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh it looks fine, <laughs> it looks fine. i'm like oh, i thought so but if i had come in if i had gone in at like its peak of yeah. like badness they'd have been like hey you should have like an air boot you need to have something i had yeah. crutches i had like like self homemade gauze yeah. and like stuff and like it was messed up for probably like a month and a half to where <laughs> i remember a really funny moment where like i uh back to pizza so come back to pizza <laughs> like i used to go i used to live by this place called chicago's pizza where i would just go get food constantly because it was right there it was open till like five in the morning yes and i remember just being hungry in my apartment with like no options and being like god what the hell do i do and i ordered a papa john's i never ordered delivery Oof. i never ordered food for delivery and this and this uh, papa john's delivery person came i let them into the building they came up to my apartment and gave me the pizza i was like this is so special that's so funny i like the uh, the value of delivery at that point there it had, is had never been clear to me right I was, like, I was like this is great and i might be said something kind of sentimental to the papa john's person there was kind of like yeah, okay. 19, 1941. <laughs> okay. Uh, but so that was rough. So the first two months that I owned a DSLR camera, couldn't I couldn't walk. Do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Which in hindsight is fantastic. I wouldn't That's have it so any other way. I wouldn't have it any other way. Do you? Th- what do you think that? Do you think that made you even more excited? Like once you actually could get around again? Probably. Yeah. I mean, for sure. And what was also super funny about is my parents. Uh, just come out in the summer occasionally. I think mm-hmm. they had a trip planned before any of this happened, and they still came. And they brought me like my aunt and uncle's crutches or something. Right. And I know I had to like go down to work. I do those things, but like so we, I we had to go out like because they were in town. So we went to like a Cubs game on crutches. We oh went to the zoo. Gosh. I was on crutches. So those are my first like actual pictures with like a DSLR. That's so funny. Yeah, and so I still have some of those. There's just like me like learning how to do it and like yeah. zo- zooming in on like a baseball pitches and stuff and right. like you know these things were like giraffes and shit. Testing out timing and yeah. Had you ever done any real like photography before that? Um, not re- like not really. Like I took a class in college. Yeah. Which uh. The school I went to was like, it's hard to tell at this point whether my school was, no, it was out of date in terms of technology. But then this class in particular, they were like, this is photojournalism. We're going to make you shoot on film because that helps you like uh, really think about your shot. I'm like, cool. That's a valid reason for it. Right. But I don't necessarily believe it. Is it actually applicable to being able to shoot digitally? Like we shot, like we went into a darker, and this is not in deep in the past. This was like 2007, 2008. Right. And it's like digital photography was like very much like Fun. a thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And thinking about it and now, also like, like yeah. how much are you really learning when you take a picture, like you give it a shot and then, yeah. you know, how much longer later are you developing it and being like, uh, do I, I don't even fucking remember like sure, that's what the, I did when I took this. And that's not to like, uh, diminish the value. Like now I really want to shoot film. Like now I'm really interested in it. I haven't like gotten, I haven't found the opportunity to do it, but like thinking of my school's program, I'm like, 
you just like not have digital cameras. You're trying to like, and we also had to provide our own cameras and everything, and like, yeah. which is fine. Uh, and I still have that camera, and like, I will, like, I'll use it in the future. Like, I'll use right. it for film. Like, it's great. Sure. Um, but yeah, film photography in general is great. Uh, but it's just funny to think about. And like now that I'm thinking about it, I also had another digital camera that I just remembered, like in like middle school. Oh, man. and so it's weird to think about because like I clearly was interested in it back then Early too. Yeah. yeah, and it was like it was garbage. It was like <laughs> of course. I think it was from Sam's Club, and I think it was like this silver, <laughs> weird silver thing that like was like plastic, and like the pictures. I wish I had. They're nowhere, but like (laughs) they were like one, maybe one megapixel. I was literally going to say probably less than a megapixel. It might have been less, like 0.75 megapixels. Easily less than the camera that's in every phone now. Oh, easily less. Easily less. Easily less than the camera that was on every phone in 2004. At the same time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, easily less than, easily worse than any camera. Because it maybe, I think I got it for like confirmation or something. Oh, yes. Like a confirmation gift. Yes. This is. Memories are swelling back, oh lord! Uh, <laughs> they're just coming. Yes, right testify, on back. Testify, yes. Yeah, testify. testify. Uh, I'll take a moment briefly to testify. Uh, yeah, so I guess it goes back far. I didn't pursue it in any capacity at that time, but like remembering that camera is funny because like I was trying to do something, I guess. Right. Like I always like wanted. I think when you want to do video, you want to just like see things. Right. And like so, it was always like in my in my fabric, I guess. Cool. Um, yeah. So several. So yeah. Um, yeah, so I had got a DSLR at that point, and mm-hmm. like that was, yeah, and I still it was have it. Kind of like the beginning of the end. The beginning, in a of, lot of, ways. beginning of the beginning of the end, uh, and now it's just a huge fucking obsession. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, like it's crazy. Once you got the DSLR, what was kind of the trajectory to? Well, first of all, I guess. Uh, what was the trajectory to now, which is that you, you know, are a professional photographer and videographer? Yeah, would I mean, you I would uh, say that about yourself. No, I would say that I like am. So I'm like video. I'm, video editing is my job, like my day job, okay. and like videography is like something I also get paid for pretty often, like for work. Um, photography is like more like it's a it's a more hobby. A it's a hobby slash passion. With like, I'm like, how do I? Where is there money? Do I want money for this? Is like something that I want to do for money? Like, interesting. Do I want that like angle on it? Yeah. Um, and I've done, I've gotten paid for it. Like, I've done shoots for people and like random things for bloggers and models and stuff like that. And then, but it's weird to like be so interested in that stuff and like want to do it for free because it's just so fun. Yeah. But then try to like be like, well, I'm clearly Leverage giving something away that's worth something. Of course. But at the same time, like, I don't know how that like, you know, Frankenstein's it into a thing that's like tough to navigate. Interesting. Yeah. So when, what kind of pushed you into doing it as much as you do, even if it is more of more hobby related, uh, did you t- end up taking some classes or is it pretty much self-taught? Yeah. Well, people, I've I had to like think about this myself too, cause I bought the camera to do video. Right. And like, I think what I found out really fast was that like making videos is so time consuming and oh, like God. everything like not, that's not to like say that it's not worth it in the end no. but also sometimes it's not worth it in the end yeah it, and it, yeah <sighs> I mean I'm, ta- I'm, ta- I'm talking to everybody out there right now if you're li- for sure if you're listening to it like you know that how people know how much 
it takes and like and if you don't if you never have done video editing work and you work with people who do yeah do not take them for granted like uh, please don't i mean it's it's gotten to the i mean in the nerdlogs when we kind of went through i don't know a year and a half to two years where we really prioritized making comedy videos yeah and like the only person who could really do it was claire yeah and it was like we just all felt like arrested by the fact that she just would be the only person who could do anything on it. So yeah. we had to like find a way to spread some of the, you know, responsibility for that. So like myself and Joe Gennaro like started to kind of self teach. Yeah. Because if we wanted to get anything done, it couldn't all rest on her. For sure. And <laughs> I think there's a huge value in like, you know, obviously learning anything. For sure. Especially something that like you don't understand super well. And I hate this about life where it's like anytime you see something that for example, like at the air if you've ever been to the Air and Water show and like you watch the Air and Water show and it's like uh, it's crazy. Incredible. It's yeah. incredible. It's incredible to you and me and to everybody, but we know nothing about aviation. Yeah. We know nothing about what it takes to fly. To like about, stall and then to do stall. a spin all the way yeah. down. But yeah. if you see the people and you can pick them out that are like, that know something about aviation, they're like, they're blown away. They can't believe it because they know so much about That's it. It's a really good assessment. And that there is, I'm, I'm not positive what, I believe it's like, uh, maybe not a syndrome, but um, 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 like a, a theory or a, uh, you know, theorem or something to the sense uh, or to the effect of if you know nothing about a topic, then you may be then you're likely to believe in your own ability to do it. Sure. Whereas sure. if you're actually very yeah. uh, knowledgeable or even very skilled in it, then you are much more critical of your abilities. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. And so, like, that kind of boils down to, like, the most it's – e it's easier to impress people who know Nothing. about – well, I think it's easier oh, to impress oh, people oh. who know about it. Sure, yeah. Because if you go to a movie like Transformers, yeah, which like people trash on all these movies, and they're like, sure, like the story's bad, these movies aren't good, but like, let let us take nothing away from like the animation. That's a, the CGI is crazy, and that's, that's a when, great point. Yeah, and VFX artists get like no credit. They like nobody even thinks nobody about knows them, who and they it's are. like, do you know? We take the whole thing for granted. Have you seen Coco? I haven't, and I really okay. want to. So before Coco, there's like a, which is like the, everyone knows what it is, but like the, the, newest, Pixar, the, the, the newest Pixar movie, sure. which is beautiful and great in every way. There's like a moment before the movie where like uh, the animators just like kind of talk for like maybe like a minute. Cool. It's not long. And they're like, like this so much went into this. Here's like uh, an elaborate setup and here's kind of like the layers of it. And like it, then the movie starts, and I'm like, "Thank cool. you for showing this because, like, yes." Uh, uh, did you see um, Kubo and the Two Strings? No. During the uh, credit sequence, they do a thing where they show uh, one of there's like kind of not the main like quote unquote villain, but there's one part of it where they have to kind of like fight this monster, and they show the literal uh, physical puppet that they made, yeah. practical puppet, oh. and it's fascinating it's incredible Man, and, and it's happening absolutely. like after you already watched the movie and you're like oh my god now sure. i want to watch the whole thing again because there's these people standing around this like 10 15 foot practical puppet yeah and i just watched the movie totally taking that for granted for sure <laughs> and what it boils down to is like everything is so hard yeah like everything <laughs> anyone who is skilled in anything is so good like they're so good 
This is totally unrelated. That's, it, it's it it's like uh that's the essence of imposter syndrome too. I think. Uh, I what so what is tell me more. So about the this. idea of imposter syndrome is that same thing where like if you know something about uh what you do, if you're skilled at a particular thing, then it, you're more likely to feel like you don't actually do it very well, or like you don't sure. belong in that field, sure. or and you feel like an imposter because you look around at you know the other writers who write or the other photographers in your yeah. case, and you're like, man, this is so good, I'm a fucking yeah. imposter. I don't know what I'm doing at all. But it's false. It's patently false because you obviously know far more about photography than I do. Like yeah. as someone who writes for a living is obviously a better writer. Or even if you don't do it for a living, if you're just a hobbyist, yeah, you are a better writer than you know seventy five percent of people. Absolutely, and I think that's great. Uh, that's such a good point because like, um, when what was I just gonna say? I'm sorry, you said it was going to be kind of a tangent. Oh, we were talking oh, about. oh, this is going to be something else. Okay. But, and maybe I'll remember what I was going to say before, but like, so like in terms of like not understanding something, uh, my great aunt like lived in the ch- her childhood house for her whole life and she like recently passed away. And so someone related to me, I don't know exactly the connection, is like going and redoing the entire house. It's like this house from like the 19... 19- tens or something like that and he's gutting the entire thing and he's like showing us around he's like I took out this window I I put new ceilings on everything this is a bathroom this is like a bathroom new bathroom that didn't exist here before all new plumbing and I'm like and I had such a great moment of like you're so proud of this and like I think this looks great I have no earthly idea what goes into this yeah how you do it. construction? Yeah. How the f- how the hell? I totally agree with you. Do you build a building? Yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, at a wedding a couple months ago, uh, Ryan and Eric were like catching up with this uh, other like older coworker of theirs, and they recently relocated to Kansas City, and they like bought a house and then made it so they could live in it and uh, put other tenants up in it. And then they like recently bought another property and they were showing us all these pictures of the oh work they God. did in it. And Ryan was just like, do you have these skills? Like, how did you, <laughs> yeah. how, how are you yeah. doing this? And they were both just kind of like, no, we just kind of like figure it out as we go along. I mean, it's a lot of work and we buy a lot of materials and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. like, it takes a long time, but it feels, you know, kind of incredibly rewarding because you, you just like you had these skills now and we're all just blown away. You know, all these sure. fucking renters For sure. in Chicago yeah. were just like, what? You can yeah. do what with a house and yeah. you did what in it? Yeah. I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're, you're the same way where like you have a lot of friends like either like that still live at home. People People that are owning houses, building houses, like a lot of my friends now are like posting about the decks they're building. Yeah. Things that are like, yeah, my dad that, built yeah. a deck on like our old house. Yeah. And he literally has worked in some, you know, he didn't work construction, but he worked like, he taught people construction skills. So, yeah. and he was like built habitat houses and stuff like that. So, it's my crazy. dad, even though he's never like been a full time, carpenter yeah. or construction worker has a ton of those skills and I'm just like what how yeah that's so marketable <laughs> it for sure is and like obviously not super applicable when you live in a big city like this sure. or like in lots of places but like I don't know I'm such a big like advocate and like I find myself just constantly wanting to learn about everything to like I to where it stresses me out if I'm like just not doing anything yeah. like I have a hard time like watching 
TV for too long because I'm like I like I just want to like how do I do this and that like with lighting this that with like camera stuff. I was gonna say, yeah. do you watch it too like critically? You can't really turn off TV. No, no, no. Uh, like I, I just mean like in terms of like spending time. Oh, like, no, no, yeah. Like so, you're you're watching TV and you're not even like thinking about the TV. You're just going like I could be learning so much. Right yeah, now. <laughs> I'm just antsy. Like I just get really antsy. Like I think that's a good trait. Yeah, it can be, but it's also like you know Black Mirror just came out yes. and like uh, people are like, have you? Uh, I'm out of episode five. I'm like, I don't. It started yesterday. It started yesterday. <laughs> Like what? Like how? How do you do that? Like, uh, like I am on an extreme side. Like I think there's an extreme side. Like people can easily just like watch stuff all day and like kind of like. I for sure can. I you can for sure. I wish I wish yeah. that I were more like at least towards your tendencies. Yeah. If left to my own devices, I think I would just like you know break a leg and lie in bed for two weeks for watching sure. TV. You, you snap your own leg. Yeah. Like I think there's an accident that's about to happen. Where's an old hammer? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yep. but like I, I don't know. Like I'm too far on the like I. It goes deeper than like wanting to learn. I just like have like not ADD, but just like constantly questioning how I'm spending time. Sure. Uh, and so like I would love to sit down on the couch and like watch stuff for longer than I do. But like I to the point where like I've been splitting up Boy Meets World episodes. <laughs> like oh I'll watch tw- I'll watch 12 minutes now, commercial break, go do something uh, else. Oh wow, good for you. Yeah, thanks so much. But no, it's also trouble. it's trouble. Somebody should have talked about Boy Meets World for I my know. show. <laughs> And I just, I lobbed out another thing I was considering like, accidentally. Uh, it's fucking great. That show's God, great. I lo- truly like one of my favorite shows of my childhood. I'm rewatching it, and it is so well written. And there's moments where it's just like, my heart. Oh God, I believe it, it's man. Broken. It's broken. I don't think you can find another show that did that, that like followed the same actors and characters from literally childhood no. through college. No, I mean, the, the other comparable example is like Wonder Years got close. Yeah. Uh, into to where like they were like end of high school, I think. Yeah. And like, you know, Say by the Bell had the college years. <laughs> Let's not talk about <laughs> I think that show is just the worst. That show, people that like have nostalgia for that, I'm like, that's all nostalgia and you don't appreciate anything about it because there's nothing to appreciate, which isn't true. And I know it's not true. And I was saying, I was like, that's way too much vitriol for that's, about. That's harsh, but I see in in the sense of like, if you try to compare those two shows yeah, and their actual yeah. worth and like what they gave to audiences and things like that. Yeah. But, you know, it's uh, like, fun, is it cool? Exactly. 80s, it's very campy, yeah. but it's also like, were people making shows that were that meta and like fourth wall breaking? Sure. No. Very good point. And like, very uh, good point. you know, where you could have like dream sequences and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't think that was as like, for the time, that was really exploring of uh, uh, you know television in a way that I don't think had been done as I'm sure there were like one-off episodes where yeah. you know everybody on wings was in a dream sequence or whatever and if there is one let us seek it out and Please. let us enjoy it on a, Please. On a day any of big wings fans uh, write in uh, is there a place to write in uh, no absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> thank God. But yeah, uh, uh, I think for that it was like boundary pushing, and 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 maybe not even necessarily that they like meant to be. They're probably all like doing a bunch of coke. And Possibly, like, maybe in this one I, uh, she could be on caffeine pills. What's, <laughs> what's so funny about that is that like they could that could be true. Yeah, like my favorite part about that is that that's a pretty reasonable explanation right. to how they came up with some of that. Right, stuff. right. Uh, but that's a very good def- not def- you're not defending, but that's a very good like 
quality in Saved by the Bell that I've never thought of and, in terms and of like like genre stuff. Of course, uh, I think it is. I think it's that's definitely something that people like still appreciate about it. It's yeah. like turning the chair around and addressing the camera. Yeah, you don't get that from too many shows. No, no, that's beautiful. Um, just you know, trying to look out for my look Saved by for, the Bell heads here. <laughs> look out for Mark Paul Gassier. Is that was that, is that his whole name? Yeah. I used a uh, clip of him on like his old cell phone in like a video I made for work like the other day. And do you I had, wait? Wh- do you work uh, for Dose full time? Y- uh, yes. Awesome. Yeah, 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 Very yeah. cool. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. Um, doing video and stuff. Yeah, I've kind of just started seeing you post a lot of those videos. But yeah, I'm sharing them. There's all like positive fun things. Like that's yeah, so it's fun. Yeah. It has to be. I would imagine that would be a lot of fun. Oh, it's a Blast. Yeah, it's That's like great. Create like these little internet stories. Yeah, like, yeah, just like this pizza place does blah blah. <laughs> You're not gonna believe it, and you don't. You won't believe it until you watch it. But yeah, that's delightful. Yeah, so that's the full time. Full-time gig is, like, video stuff, and then slip photography is just, like, uh, supplementary to that, to where, like, I get home and I just start, like, cooking at it. Like, that's great. Start, yeah. Do you, uh, what kinds of things do you find yourself doing photography-related, like, going to events specifically? Yeah. Things like that. So what's interesting about it, uh, that's, like, a, I'm, like, imposing that onto you. Here's what's interesting. Uh, you're either interested in this or not. I don't know. I'll discern it's, that. Uh, Thank this, you. Here's something that could uh, be interesting, depending on what you, like, value what I'm saying. Um <laughs> Uh, Thank you yeah. for your accuracy yeah. language. That was, uh, yeah, this is, um, be objective about it here. <laughs> uh, when I, so when I first got, like, when I first started doing photography, I would just go out and do, like, whatever. Like, it turned into a lot of street photography because, like, you don't need anybody for that. You can just go out, and I still love that. Like, you can just go out and do it, walk around. It, like, gives you, like, a justification to go to any place that you want. Um, so I did that for, like, a long time, and then, like, I started getting into, like, the Instagram thing, and it turned into that, and I started seeing a lot of portraits. I was like, I don't know anybody that wants this like I don't know who how to do portraits and then over the last year that's kind of like what I turned my focus to to where like I'm doing that mostly now I'm trying to do like I'm actually meeting with Aaron Rain right after this she says hello hello uh, and that you're lovely um, oh sweet Erin yeah. Yeah, yeah. I should have her and Tyler on the show and yeah. I thought about it like a million times over the last life of the show yeah. <laughs> and I, I need to like write it down so I remember to reach out to them for it uh, as, a, as a like a dual um, you know either. up to them, yeah, up to if, them. Yeah. if they I've yeah. done that before where like I've reached out to not always a couple but like if it's someone who I know who writes together a lot sure like, and they work together yeah, right yeah, for course. instance like I had John Sabine and Asher on at the same time yeah yeah and that was like totally delightful sure. uh, and and so often with um, people who like in Tyler and Aaron's case I would love to have either one or both of them on the show yeah, it could so work. I might like reach out to them at the same time and be like hey yeah. if there's something you guys want to talk about together cool like I did that with um, Alan and Claire Linick yeah. and they ended up doing separate episodes but like they probably could have both done one together on like Dungeons and Dragons of, or something some of their yeah one of their yeah and like that's an Aaron and Tyler thing too you know I could <laughs> so, do I could do I could have done an episode with Claire about dope working at dope. Yes, yeah. exactly. So like it's something I kind of like leave the ball in their court. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's way off topic. You're gonna meet up with topic. Aaron. Me, meet with Aaron. So yeah. So it's just turned into uh, this thing that it's. I wouldn't say that it's snowballing, but it's becoming a lot easier for me to like find people to do this stuff. Like I just try, I'm just yeah. Trying to, like, I mean, you know, a bunch of performers. And yeah. Performers are always looking for like obviously headshots, but yeah, I'm sure there are plenty of people who are also just looking for like a range of or just willing to sit for you. For sure. And like that's what it's kind of turning into. What I realized very consciously, like recently, was like I don't want to do headshots. Like people kept at, like people ask me about it, I'm like sure. occasionally, like fairly often, and I would like kind of like find myself like putting it off or not making like a definitive answer. I'm like, why is this? Like, 
I don't want to do it. That's good. Like, That's a good thing it. to recognize, yeah. though, because you could just as easily be like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And then you like kind of phone it no in. No passion for it. Yeah. And like, I was telling, I was actually saying this to Aaron to where like the people that do headshots are so good at headshots. And I it's mean, like, their website is headshots. Their lighting is headshots. Everything about it, like, I got, they're so good. I went to Chris Popio, and they, yeah. he's just so good. Oh, man. He's I, like, I don't so know him. so good. But really? Yeah. You should, I, I would be interested to see, like, what you thought about his work, but I think it's yeah. fantastic. I, so many. Pr- it's very modern. Really? Like, I think, I think right now, it's less, like, the, you know, like, plain or, like, bright backgrounds are going away. Sure. Uh, and it's a lot more about, like, really naturalistic. Like, environmental stuff stuff yes and he like his studio is just like a wall of windows like he does all natural lighting and and he's so good at it that is a great asset to have and he has to like cancel if it's you know if the weather's bad cloudy and shitty yeah Yeah, or someone comes in and installs drapes that he didn't authorize (laughs) so it's over for chris there's no just just yeah po- uh, vigilante drapes popia stump is is very very good uh their studio is like in the West Loop area, they're all where I they're work. all and it, that's where all the buildings are. They yep. have like brick interiors yep. and like beautiful window lights. Exactly. And I see those pictures on like Instagram and just the internet all the time. Like, yo, let where me get that? let me Can get I, let me get. May I please may I please walk into your studio? <laughs> I'll bring I'll bring in muffins, dog. Yeah. Like you know, and so and so like I'm just setting stuff up in my apartment. Like I've been sure. blessed with like not blessed but like I have like a Hashtag apartment blessed. with like pretty high ceilings nice and I was like I like last winter I was like I could put some shit in here like yeah. I could just set some stuff up so I've got like a narrow like backdrop cool and like some like bo- like basic lights and it's enough to like do random stuff in cool and so I've been like chatting with people and like oh yeah we'd love to work with you like where's your studio I'm like word so it's like uh, yeah, if in you, my home if you come to my apartment yeah. is this weird yet <laughs> apartment studio I've, I've been finding that like it's like People are cool with it. Like, yeah, it's like, you know, course. like, yeah. And like people, I'm sure you're asking people who know you and yeah. know that you wouldn't be the kind of person to like come, slide into a DM in. and be like, come over to my apartment. Slide, slide into those DMs. <laughs> no, yeah. But there's a, a yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's fun to have that like photographer, like there's an inherent, like your work speaks for itself and like, yeah. hopefully you like your personality and hopefully like yes. know, all those things like of a- course. add, you know, context to who you are. And right. Like, it's so much more than like. There obviously there's like weird sides to it, like mm-hmm. with other folks, and like you re- there's like you read about people that it's like, um, dude, like, yeah. come on, man, like, yeah, I can't. I literally was having that thought when I was like, you're not that guy, but then I was like, you probably know a bunch of photographers, oh, yeah, then, yeah. and you probably know those guys. <laughs> you know, I don't like know any of them pers- Like, I don't know any of them personally, and any, and I don't even know who I'm thinking. I'm not even right. thinking of particular people, uh, but like, uh, other person. than like. uh there are constantly articles. There's constantly like any other thing where it's yeah, like of course people take people like take leverage for, on their position, and it's just like the same shit, rinse, rinse, rinse and repeat kind of stuff yeah. in terms of like other industries. And it's like fucked up, and it's like awful. Um, but like you can't like it's like nope that that's not how it always works. Like right. let's let's like st- like do it to where of course we can have like yeah. What kinds of things are you uh, looking at the most like? When you go to uh, do a session like that, like a portrait session yeah. or an outdoor session, you know, what's do you have kind of like a checklist of uh, steps or? Well, here's what's I've been learning recently, where it's like I've sh- I've worked with a lot of people. A lot of my shots are from like inst- a lot of them from Instagram meetups, where like established models come out and like just like hang out with a bunch of like Instagram photographers. I've done a lot of stuff with like people who. Like Maddie Murphy, for example, yeah. who like has a bunch of style and a bunch of like cool ideas. Yes, 
And I'm trying, I'm realizing like, I like, I'm not a stylist. Like, I don't know. Of course not. Yeah. yeah. And so like photography, another thing that people don't realize about photography and, and thing, I think photographers need to accept and realize is that like, it, there's so much more that goes into it than like the photo. Like, yeah. there's the technical aspect of it, which is obviously like the exposure and like getting it right and editing it and stuff. But then there's like, if you see a beautiful photo of like a woman in like a, a gown, like, hey, photographer, did you like go in the basement and stitch that together? Like, of course not. That's a stylist. Yeah. That's a fashion designer. That's this model's decision for wearing it. And like, we we get too much credit for that stuff. That's and like, really funny. Yeah. And like, anytime someone gives me accolades on something, I'm like, yeah, like the lighting is cool. And I, I'm, pr- I'm happy. I'm proud of this shot. But like, at the same time, like, I didn't. Like pick this Maddie out. Maddie did her own makeup. Maddie did or whatever. Her, yeah, <laughs> Maddie did. They do their own stuff, and yeah. so like I'm, and and that's very common. Like photographers, like if you look at any like magazine post, it's like photographed by me, style by me, hair and makeup by me, set design by me. Right. And it's like, of course, this is a of team course. effort, and like you can only be responsible for so much. But I'm trying to get a better like grip on that stuff, mm-hmm. where like I can think of ideas. And like how things should look, but it's tough for me to like execute them. So like Aaron is bringing a bunch of stuff, like, cool. and which is great. Like of course, like you've got a, a, a plethora of just like crazy things that look, will look sweet, and like my job becomes very easy at that yeah. point. And it's like that's great, but at the same time, I want to get better at like conceptualizing stuff and like building sets out and like having props, like a crazy little photo booth or something. Right. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So it's a weird element to it that like you don't know you're signing up for yeah. in photography, but like is. <laughs> equally if not more important than like getting your exposure right that's really interesting especially when you think about you know uh like a wes anderson or someone i'm sure he works with the same dp for like every movie he has and it's probably because those two people have a shorthand for like this is exactly what we want this frame to look like for sure yeah i mean the teamwork element in like any production like that or in any like I've heard about photographers that have like their go-to makeup people and their yeah. go-to stylists. And like, yeah, Popio does. He's yeah. like, you can use these people. You don't necessarily have to, but yeah. you know, I prefer if you do. Right, and they and and you pay them like separately, kind of yep. thing. Yeah, and like of course, mm-hmm. and that's why it's such a like production to do any of that stuff. Yeah, like, it takes a lot of talent. Yeah, from a lot of different people to like put something cool like that together and that's something you can only really I think establish from the inside that's really and I would love like that to be like a known thing where it's like this takes so much that's from a, a lot of people that's a great point and it's so cool that there <laughs> how did you get into going to like Instagram photography meetups it was weird like uh like I didn't know how these things were happening like mm-hmm. I, I my portrait stuff started because I went to this thing called WPPI in Las Vegas it's like the wedding portraits photographer oh. uh, international con- I don't know what the I stands for but like it was in Las Vegas and I was like I'm gonna take some like classes on like how to do this shit yes. like, I don't know how to like and actually it was funny like I went with like the idea of like I need to take like a headshot class yeah people keep is early on everyone was asking and yeah. everyone was asking I was like I don't know like I need to learn about the lighting <laughs> and I like went to sign up for classes and that one was like sold out. I was like oh okay fuck it then and so that's maybe part of the reason why like skipped Got out on it like, that, cla- that class was sold I was like well, I don't really give a shit yeah I guess. Like, oh my god I didn't really want to do that anyway I just felt like I'm yeah. supposed to <laughs> yeah so like uh so and I'm sure you probably told yourself like this is the only way that I'll get people to come do this with me you oh, know for head- like, headshots yes yeah well, it, like maybe easy, at least back yeah. back in your head like well this is the thing people ask me about all the time so I might as well learn how to do it absolutely and I think like it, not into def- headshots don't need to be defended, but like I think th- there's such a easy 
way to make money. Yes. Not easy. It's not easy, but it's like um, mm. accessible way to make money. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As a photographer, like sure. if you want to get if you want to get paid, I would. I don't know if people. Ah, this isn't fair, but I feel like it'd be hard for me to be passionate about headshots. Yeah. Um. Even though there's this, there's this photographer named Peter Hurley who like is like a headshot photographer in New York, and his stuff is like so cool and so great. It's like really simple lighting, but like his whole thing is about like the relationship with the person. And that's yeah. another thing that I've learned is that it's like, guess what? If you like have a camera and you have a person, it's not going to necessarily be a good photo. Like you have yeah. to like have this rapport, which I struggled with a lot in the beginning. Like, which is surprising because like, I, I like people. I like talking you're, to people. Yeah, yeah. You're um, a great conversationalist. Yeah. I can see you being a good photographer in that sense. Like yeah. putting people at ease. And- it's getting there, but like there's still an element of like, it, I find it very nerve wracking to like have, sure. have such a huge onus on me to like make this work. And yeah. so I'm so focused on like, if I'm just sitting there talking to someone, it's great, but I'm still right. like, when I'm still like focusing on when like you have to combine. the technical element. Right. Of yeah. Yeah. And so that's hard. Even though like, yeah, in my head, I'm like, I should be really good at this, but I still think I have like an element of like talking to strangers is hard and like yeah. doing these the kind of like having people in kind of vulnerable like situations potentially like right. where they are trying to look good and you're responsible and everything for you say is being heard with a like self-conscious yes. ear probably yes and so yeah language is very important yeah like it's all positivity like no matter what like yes uh if something doesn't work there's like a photographer thing where it's like all right uh let's try this yes. where it's not like oh, you don't want to be like look at the back of a camera and be like not cool that didn't of course. that didn't work and you say that even like even if it's me that fucks it up like yeah i zoom i i focus on the wrong thing I'm like ooh that didn't work like yeah. that will just tear <laughs> it down the, yeah. yeah burn it down of course go, yeah. go home that's such an interesting note that you can't even really critique yourself no because obviously your subject will be like oh I'm fucking this up I yeah. look awful yeah. absolutely and sometimes just a let's be honest, the subject's just totally fuck it up but you can't <laughs> no I've never I've never had someone it's like the, yeah I mean you have to like it, but it's kind of like you said, if you don't know what goes into it, you don't really think about, uh, you know, you think about like how you look in the picture, not necessarily how the photographer is taking your picture. For sure. Yeah. You don't, yeah. You don't think about they, and they just trust you and they should like you, they're not responsible for that stuff. Like, right. Um, yeah. Like there's, it's so funny working with models who have like done it forever because or not even forever, but like they find these little poses, these little moves. I'm like, what, you, what is where'd that? you get this library of like weird moves from? Like, because like, I like to do a thing where like, I just tell people to like move randomly. Okay. Like anytime you like hear the shutter click, just move, just adjust something about yourself because people find themselves in positions in idle moments that I'm like, stop, like hold, like wait. And I would never think to tell you to like, put your hand up here and put your, like, you can't pose people that way. always look terrible. They look terrible. Always. And I've got a whole library of them. And you're welcome <laughs> to check them out. joesbadphotos.gov and come on come on down, backslash uh, purchase. Purchase yourself a little uh, poorly posed photo. We've all I got them. I mean, that's classic, like, prom senior at all yeah. picture engagement is, photos yes if they're just like or even like awkward family photos yeah. is a whole thing and yeah. it's because some photographer was like okay mom you're gonna put your hand here and like because <laughs> it doesn't matter who they are they just need to do these things like they, they don't like and listen if you're a family photographer and you're cranking out like a hundred Christmas cards a day right fine just phone it in do whatever and you make want. it happen yeah. and you'll find your work uh, being circulated on like viral photo websites as yes. like garbage photos and yes. that's great too and that's expo- there's no such thing as bad press uh, and you can do that but like right. yeah it takes a lot of like conscious thought and like and just telling people to like 
do what they want. Mm-hmm. And like, hopefully you find yourself in a, I wish you guys could see my arms because they're going all over the place right now, just in mimicking like, uh-huh. and also I found like another trick is to like do a pose yourself as a photographer. Cause that like helps. Interesting. Like, yeah. So I found, you know, I found myself, like, I can see it in my head, but it's hard to explain. So like grab something and like look really strange and like That's that creates really like a, funny. Yeah. yeah. It's not, it doesn't really have a, the same one-to-one as like a director giving a line read. No, <laughs> it's a little more uh, revealing right. <laughs> in terms of like, right. yeah, but it's like the only way to convey some of that stuff. Cause you see poses, it's like. What do you, how do you describe that with words? Yeah, I think there was a big thing between a couple times. I've only gotten headshots twice since I've been here because I yeah. just don't act enough to uh, actually merit buying new ones. Sure. Um, and both times I've been, it has made me more aware of how I carry my body. Yeah. Because both photographers have been like, okay, get these shoulders down, like really, you know, pull that neck up. Yeah. And, I, and like every time I do it, I look at the pictures and I'm like, holy shit, I look great. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy what like and that's why like the photographer like if you if you could uh right now one direction that a photographer always gives what would come to your head oh to me specifically it's like be straighter like just be really aware of my posture yeah okay i, I think the, the most common one is like chin up chin up yes and i think that's, that's so funny because i think I'm that stupid. says a lot about I failed the question that no, you no, asked no. me because i absolutely should have known that. uh play the f graphic please uh <laughs> f for fail <laughs> <laughs> just, just shock jock like morning radio <laughs> sound effects uh, yeah which I think is such a funny thing because so true I wonder if that goes deeper into like American culture I wonder if that's the same direction in like in like a, a, abroad where it's like maybe Americans just not have much confidence and their the heads are always down like mm-hmm. or is it just like a posture thing I don't I, know I I I especially because I also took an on camera class sure. in the last like six months or so, and that was another time that I was like, "Good lord, I am a like gremlin." A little guy, little like goblin I creature. just my my shoulders are at my ears at all times, yeah. and uh, any time that I don't do that, that I'm more aware that and yeah. shoulders down, chin up, I just look like a normal person it instead takes of a gremlin. Conscious effort, I think, until- and I. Unless you make it, unless you're able to make a habit of it, which I'm not sure if that's like something you're striving towards, or I I, I uh, have tried to since then be more conscious of it all the time. Yeah, and just like if I'm you know sitting in the car or something, and like I can tell what my status quo is, and I can tell that it is one terrible posture and two yeah. just like something I have to be more aware of if I ever want it to go away for sure and like hopefully you can just like work that self work that thing out of yourself exactly. but like it's hard and and I, I'm certain it's partially you know self-conscious I'm certain it's partially just a lifetime of bad posture of sitting of lifetime of sitting yeah yeah and like craning your neck to look at your phone and your yeah. computer or whatever it is for sure and like, yeah, it's probably, it's more, I think it's got to be like a modern day problem. I think it's definitely only going to Get worse. be worse. Yeah. yeah. That's why I like recently bought like a standing desk. I've got, I've got Good one at for work. You. One that like keeps, like, if you realize it, like you're, if you ever think about like right now, you look at your computer, like yep. I think of eye level. You're, I'm at, I'm at your eye level. Imagine your computer should be at my face. Yes. You should be looking straight ahead at, yeah. your, at your device. For sure. But we crane our neck at literally like All the 30, time. 40 degrees yeah. down constantly. Yeah. Uh, Eric, uh, my fiance, like leans over in pictures a lot, like kind of like bends down. Yeah. And I realized recently it's uh, it's because he is like, it, that's how he like puts his chin up. Like it does, like 
He does look I'm more. To, like, do it. I'm yeah, to so out. it's kind of like a, a. I would have to physically stand up, probably. Yeah, yeah. But it's like a fully standing, but kind of like leaning like this. Yeah. And instead of, uh, so it's like, yeah, his chin is up, but instead of like of this and sure. just like putting his shoulders back and kind of sticking his chin out, which feels, if this is your posture yeah. all the time, like yeah. if you're listening to this, like check in with what your posture is. I bet, I don't know, if you're anything like me, your shoulders are hunched. Yeah, and that's and so it's like instead of taking your hunched shoulders and kind of putting them back, and that naturally bringing your chin out and feeling super odd for sure, and it feels so unnatural. Yeah, completely unnatural to me. Uh, It's like uh, doing that without having to like your shoulders are in the same position. You just change the rest of your body. Yeah, yeah, track. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. And like, yeah, it's tough to like get into those modes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, so like being aware of how people naturally stand when like being photographed number one but then also probably in the real world it's like super interesting to get like a first-hand account of Mm -hmm. it's like oh man it's also fascinating to me because i think if you're looking at someone who does have their shoulders you know back their Mm -hmm. chin out you don't necessarily track it as looking odd no not at all but when you do it if you're like me and always hunched over, it feels so foreign. Well, I know Louis C.K. has like an old joke and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> about uh, guy would know something about being hunched over. Uh, yeah, <laughs> about just this old grandma who had just a dog shit spine. And it's like, and I see people like that all the time where like they're just bent. Yes. They're just bent. And they're old people. They're like, yes. you know, old little grandmas. And uh, it's like, man, that's like, there's nothing inconceivable about that for like modern Americans. I totally agree with like, you. Our our whole day is spent in some version of that old grandma. Yes. Like, every time I see someone like hunched and trying to like cross the street, I'm just like, no, do you ever look in front of you anymore? You, <laughs> like, it's you're all, just it's you're finding lots down. of nickels, but that's uh <laughs> but that's the only real that's the only real benefit. Yeah. And that's not gonna pay for itself. No, no. It's, bad, it's time is money. That's a bad deal. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, stuff like that, like the specifics like that, that like weave themselves into photography are crazy. Like the amount of details and the amount of like ergonomics that go into like anatomy. It's like, do you shoot people more than you shoot anything else? I do now. I do now just because like when I first got a camera and not even when I first, for several years, I like took it everywhere I, and I shot everything. And there's just cause it's like, let, let me do everything for the first time. Right. Uh, and there's, and there was a huge value in that. And like, I love doing that. And I realized in my parents and I, my family went to San Diego like last March and I brought like two cameras and I brought a bunch of lenses and stuff. And I found myself just like really like taking pictures of like seals and shit. Like, and I was kind of like, why, uh, why am I doing, like, I didn't understand why I was doing that anymore. So like the, the zeal of photographing anything sort of faded a little bit to where it's like, I don't need to do this everywhere and I do it with more intention now. Like, huh. um, we're going to Hawaii in Feb in February, early February. Okay. Yeah, which is which is killer. And I'm trying to like assess with myself, like, how I'll bring my camera, of course. Right. But like, how dependent am I going to be on it? How const- How much am I going to bring it around with right. me? Right. Because it's like you know, you're out and you have a camera, and that's a it's a burden to a large degree. Like, sure. it can be a burden. Totally. If you're diving underwater, yeah, uh, it's yeah. Not, not ideal. But I'm like, what? What uh, do I need to add these things to my portfolio? This is obviously fun. Yeah, I'm not a nature photographer necessarily, but like, but it doesn't get better than like the bluest water for sure and like not. the greenest scenery for sure not. Uh, but like, I wouldn't want to have like a 
plan or I want to have mm-hmm. like a, a intention for it more so than I used to feel like I needed. Yeah. Where it was like, it was more just impulsive and whatever. And I still have that, but I don't find myself like doing that just as randomly anymore because I've done so many, so much of that. So it I, kind of interests you more to uh, photograph people at this point? Yeah, because that's still like a huge, there's still a huge amount to learn for that. When it comes to like, I don't, this won't, I don't know. Studio lighting is like the most complicated shit. There's every, every element of it has 10 variables and you have like 20 elements. Wow. And it's like, how bri- turn, I was, it's brightness it's fla- like the flashes and like the things you put on the flashes that make the light different the where you place them how, where the models stand all these things that I'm like there is so I know nothing I know wow. nothing about this and like I know that I can turn a light on and it's gonna look okay right but in terms of like when I see people that have these like intricate like colors that like light them in different ways I'm like what? please <sighs> please God help me why <laughs> And so, like, and so, like, I really find value in getting frustrated by stuff like that because I'm like, I'm so glad that I want to know and yeah. that I don't want to give up. Yeah. So, like, that's like a nice, like, it's a pr- like thing that I wouldn't expect from myself because I'm like, great. I'm really tuned to giving up. Like, uh, that's a, it's an easy move for me to make. Path of least resistance. Uh, sure. So to like have the drive to like, and that's part of the reason that like I've been doing less comedy is that like, is that like I find myself. When I hear people like, I wrote uh, 20 pages, I wrote this and that, I performed five times, like, man, like, when I have idle brain time, I find it always going to, like, cameras and photography. And, like, and I'm, like, kind of stopped fighting that. Like, where Good I was, like, for you. I was, like, I should go do open mics. I should go uh, write a sketch show. And I'm, like, I don't want to. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like it. If it doesn't, if it's not something that you can drive yourself, if you're finding yourself driven to do other things, yeah. you can't fight it. Yeah, and it's weird because I feel like, I feel like I'm, de- like I'm decent at, like, any co- You're a very funny com- person. Thanks so much. Uh, what a great uh, treat. Uh, tip of the old, tip of the old hat. Uh, tip of the headphones to you. Uh, but but like so it's part of it is frustrating because it's like it, it sucks to like not use something that you feel like you might be decent at or good at or whatever. But at the same time, it's like how how badly do I want to go sit at an open mic for two hours to? It's do this? you have to really you have to want, want it so to be a stand up comedian to oh try my to do God. it. God, and I think yeah, it's. Oof. Just because just, you uh, have to go to open mics and they're so excruciating. Can I do a fun? Uh, just just because maybe I'll try. Can I try a couple? <laughs> I'm not going to open mics, but I was gonna. I got yes. a couple. I, I got a couple jokes here. Yes. Uh, oh my God. Uh, this is, these aren't jokes. These are just things that I've written down. With like, I'm, I don't think I'm ever gonna go to an open mic. Okay, so like, cool. uh, uh, this is just all right, things. ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage. Uh, give him a hand. Yeah. He's usually a photographer, but he's taking some time <laughs> off tonight. Joe Underbach. Okay, how's everybody doing? <laughs> Okay, you guys. Uh, the, the other day, I was walking down the street, and you guys ever see like an inspirational sign that just like fucks your day up? Like, I was, I was walking past a grocery store, and on the front of the in the window, it said, "You only get one life. This is not a dress rehearsal." I was like, "God!" I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "God damn it! That's true." That's uh, I'm ah. Uh, and so that's okay. Thanks so much. Uh, oh, great! Thanks so much, guys. Yes. Yeah. Was that, uh, that was all you're gonna do? Well, there's okay. Let me see if I got one more. Hold on. Let's see. Jo- uh, this this says. I can joke. tell you stopped yourself, even though you would have done more. I would have done more. There's a couple other in here about. Uh, this is just a point that I would make: is that like I, I love that uh, as we get older, the concept of being an asshole really changes to where like it's out of style now. <laughs> like, I remember, like uh, like a couple weeks ago, someone made fun of my shoes. I was like, dude. You, are you fucking making fun of my shoes? Like you're, lo- like you're a loser, man. Like w- who's making fun of people anymore? Like it's so out of style. Guys, check me out at Laugh Factory. Uh, these are just my. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Underbacke. Ro- Give him one more round of applause. Ro- 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 rogue bits that are uh, 
And I hope you get an uh, edit button. Uh, uh, no, please. Uh, those are all staying in. So I much. love that that one joke is basically about YOLO. It's it's about the yeah, phrase it's YOLO. About, <laughs> it's about YOLO. Uh, I don't know why YOLO didn't register with me, but like grocery store. But <laughs> dress grocery rehearsal, that really hit home. It just, I, I was like walking down the street with like some kind of like in, in con- inconsequential sandwich. And I was like, why am I doing this sandwich? He said, I could have bought my son a meal with this sandwich. I could have bought my son a meal. <laughs> I could, me and my son, me and my son could be having a sharing a sandwich, <laughs> but this I'm on, I'm on this path like this oh. universe now. Oh that! Oh my gosh! I can't even breathe. Um, is there is there anything that you would specifically feel remiss to not speak to where photography is concerned that I may not ask the right question to bring out of you? Um, I don't know. Is there okay? These are things that I know about photography from taking one, uh, like a two week elective course in high school. Fantastic. F stop. Yes. This okay. Let's talk, let's chat. F stop. Okay. You gotta get that F stop dialed in, <laughs> folks. If you're not getting your F stop dialed in, just put the, put her down. Put her down. <laughs> Go bring it back to the Best Buy where you got it. What does the F stop do? What does the F stop do? Uh, F stop is like the amount of light that you're. A lot that comes into your into lens. lens. Yeah. Yeah. I could give the, if you guys want to hear about the exposure triangle, I'd be happy to tell you about it. Ooh. The exposure triangle. I'm going to do a bad job of okay. doing it because it's like it's something I just understand, but I can't really explain. Mm-hmm. The exposure triangle is composed of the exposure, the shutter speed, and the ISO. And so the exposure is how much light is being let into your camera based on the size of the opening that, you're, that the lens blades uh-huh. allow. Uh huh. The shutter speed is how fast your camera is opening, how fast your shutter is opening and closing. So mm-hmm. it's like one whatever of a, of a second, one two hundredth of a second is pretty quick. Mm-hmm. One quarter of a second, you're going to let a lot of light in and mm-hmm. it's going to be really crazy. And the faster your shutter speed is, the better you stop motion So you for, for action and things like that. Love it. And if it's a slower one, you'll get a blow more, more, more motion blur and it'll be like... And Crazy. that may be uh, something that you're going for. If you're shooting a ghoulish, a ghoulish kind of a ghastly scene, if you're shooting something with ghouls and goblins, a Halloween uh, specter, for example. I've also seen good. you shoot things like, you know, fire twirling and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, And I'm sure you can get super into the settings to capture. You can, capture. yeah. Yeah, because you can make something the right brightness and then change a bunch of different things about it. Like, it can be look right and then you can make it blurrier, just depending on where you have each particular setting. And then the ISO is how sensitive your camera is to any amount of light. So it's all it's all crazy. And then, yeah, all, is that all stuff, of that stuff. How much of that can you do in post versus what you have to do when you take the picture? Um, You can change your exposure mm-hmm. after that. You can make you can always make it brighter or darker. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't. The one things you the things that make your photo like your toast is if you didn't focus right sure which is crazy because like there's coming out with cameras now that you can take a picture and it'll shoot it at a bunch of different focal or a bunch Whoa. of different like focus points yeah so like if you fuck it up like it might still be stored in there you can just which i think will be like super common i mean even look at future. like uh live photos live photos iPhone. yeah like yeah live photos are great where it's like yeah you took a picture it's bad here's 30 other chances yes even though like they don't really look Right. If you ever, no. I don't know if you guys, if you guys don't know this, you can like, if you take a live photo with your iPhone, you can now change the frame yes. that uh, you want to represent. That it, it actually. Features. But within there, I found I was like super excited about that. But I found like the picture you take is in focus, and like the rest of them usually aren't. Like that, they're usually kind of like 
That's pretty Shitty. much my experience as well. I'm, I haven't used the feature that much, but I find that most parents have it by default and they like don't know how to turn Live it off. Live photos? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I always have a moment where I'm like, I, I think that something's <laughs> going to happen someday where like the the true nature of a crime will be revealed for like an accidental live oh, photo. live photo? Yeah. Yes. Where it's like, uh, it's that's like, totally going to happen. Yeah. Here, like, here's if a it picture, hasn't already. Here's a picture of a, a beer I'm having, but then like they move the camera at the end, there's a corpse on the ground. Yeah. Like that, like, and or like forget to someone turn it off. you, uh, you know, like a. Somebody pulls an Al Franken and like you actually capture yeah, the, the like, like butt grab like or whatever, slide, like a little gif exactly. of it. Yeah, I yes. mean, I think that's absolutely. I'm sure it's happened already. Like, I'm I think sure about that with has. like significant others and stuff. Where like if you've sent like a live photo. And there's just like you got some, there's you got a visitor, you got that, a visitor. Whoa, there's some, yeah. Yes. There's like a shadow, like a weird shadow somewhere. Yeah. Like stuff and that's and like, someone's like, you know, CSIing it frame by frame. Yeah. <laughs> and you could, and like you get like a de- like three seconds of information, and it's like, I think about that every because I never mean to send a live photo. Right. Like, but but that's I love them. I think they're. they're su- I think, I think they're it's super a cool funny. concept as well. Yeah. But so often I'm just like taking a picture of a thing that's still. Right. And I'll send the live photo, and it's just like, <laughs> it's like, and it's never steady long enough. Like and at the very end, at the very end, it's like, and it's like you moving it to the right like fast. Yes. And people like I, like if you don't know like I don't know if you people watch live photos but like anytime I get one I'm like let's see what's going on here. yeah and then, you, and then there's audio like yeah. there's audio it's like oh yeah wow I don't yeah. know if I realized that it's revealing uh, it's a revealing little tidbit oh there's something else I was gonna oh when you watch a uh, TV or film and uh, particularly crime shows take like video footage and they're yeah. like enhance enhance yeah. enhance yeah, yeah, yeah. does that piss you off uh, <laughs> it's it's one of those things that's like such a like a trope especially in photographers and video people where it's like, oh, technology's wrong, and like, yeah. <laughs> and like the shows, and like, it doesn't piss me. It's like, it's more like you it's laugh like, at it. Yeah, it's like they know that you can't enhance it. Yeah, but like, even though, like, I don't know, they're like coming out with stuff like that now too. Like, sure, now all these things, like, none of these things are super far fetched at this point. We're like, and even that that live photo technology isn't so far off from someone looking at security no. footage and like getting into yeah. one frame of it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you can't like really make something a higher resolution than it is, but like. Right. Stuff that, like, being able to recreate things from, like, very scra- few scraps of information. Like, it's all pretty... CSI is, like, becoming very current. <laughs> yeah, very, yeah. Very legit. Like, that's... I don't know. That may be not true. Uh, I think that where that's concerned, yeah, like, all the technology for specifically what you're talking about is certainly improving. I do, uh, for work, like, the other... All the other stuff on CSI, yeah. <laughs> like uh, the the literal like forensic chromatography that they do. Wait, I do that what? for a living. Yeah. Wait. What? Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. I teach people how to do it. Holy shit. Uh. It's pretty cool, and we could talk about it at length if you ever Absolutely. want to. Absolutely. <laughs> it's very very interesting, but also terrifying. Um. Holy because fuck. you just like learn a lot about what can go wrong. I um, got I got big time in forensic files for a while. Ooh. Yeah. Then yeah. yeah, we could like have a conversation for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's to the point where when making a murderer came out and was like very popular, yeah. Claire Friedman texted me and was like, I'm sure so many people have asked you about this, but like, have you seen the show yet? What are your thoughts as someone who knows about <laughs> forensic chromatography? Okay. And now I'm like, oh, now I want to ask you the same thing. And, and in your shortest possible version of the answer. Uh, uh, is that there is did you watch me yeah 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 so you know the woman who was like yeah my dna is in it but that doesn't matter i was training someone and it's still viable evidence yeah her, that's her dna garbage her dna who was who this woman again sorry the woman the lab analyst yeah the person that they brought in as an expert 
who actually ran the blood samples that they found, like the only thing that they had that actually tied him to this yeah. uh, crime. Yeah. Uh, when they ran it, her DNA was in the sample. Okay. And that is horrible lab practice. You would absolute that would be like oh, not admissible in court. Yeah. Like you would what are you not fucking licking the test tube. Exactly. Like what? Like and and she even said like, well, at the time I was training someone, so like. My, you know, that's part of the reason why I was a little like sloppier, but it's like, you can't fucking say that. You can't say that. Like, oh. that's trash. Like, any good lawyer, if they hear, I mean, obviously, like this guy, that's like part of the reason why they made a show about it. Yeah, right, uh, right, right, of course. Is it like this case was obviously like very fucked uh, in a lot of ways, but like any good lawyer, if you get that kind of. Uh, what's it called? Like Out. something? Yeah, yeah. If you view that kind of thing expressed on the stand, should be able to just completely dismantle the uh, <laughs> prosecution. Uh, should be able to just like be like, nope. Then that's terrible science. This should like I you know make a motion that this entire exhibit uh, is completely stricken from the record. Like I, I envision that being a moment where like that woman would say that, and like the prosecutor would be like. Okay, then we're done, right? Because this is stupid now. <laughs> exactly. Is everybody down? Like this is dumb. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's it's that kind of thing where it's just like very. There's obviously like bad lab practice involved, and they're already like grasping at straws. Yeah. Uh, in the first place, was another great example of knowing something, knowing about something makes you. Not necessarily, I don't know, that would make you maybe angrier, but like yeah. enjoying it more in a visceral level, like for sure. More to think about, more to like know and understand. And I mean, like, it's the same uh, way for from the lawyer into things. Like, when that show came out, the, the lawyers that we work with at work were, you know, were very fascinated by it and were very yeah. much like, this is my take, this is like where the defense went wrong and all this stuff. Sure. Uh, in, in, in a very similar, you know, uh, coming, but way off topic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to, to wrap that br- briefly back into semi on topic in terms of comedy, uh, me me and Chris Blake in Church Basement wrote a song about making a murderer. Yes. But like but like four months too late and That's we played it once so and it was so specific and we never played it again. We were like, That's we were too late. so funny. The song Fuck, was okay. I want it. It was basically just a summary of the show. It was like, That's we spent so a bunch of time funny. on it. Yeah. See, here's the thing, man. I wrote a song about not knowing what bitcoins were three years ago. Oh, fuck. And at the time, people, enough people in audiences knew what they were, but not what they were. Yeah. That it hit pretty hard. Sure. And like, we just recorded it for an album for the Nerdalogs, and it like, couldn't be more relevant now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Good, yes. And it's fascinating to me because I literally wrote it in 2014. Fashion is cyclical. I, I never would have known that it would it would be even more in the zeitgeist now yeah. than it was then. Get it out there though because it's about to be toast. I know, He's I know. Red, red alert on that song. <laughs> it's We're releasing the album soon but nice. it's definitely one of those things where like I'm sure people are going to listen to it and be like yeah, none of us know what Bitcoins are but I was like no, but I didn't know three years ago you know what I mean <laughs> I, I want to be yeah. like written I want to like you every time I post the, the song context yeah. of this, where and like, I think it is still funny like I think it still tracks um, but to me it's like at this point yeah somebody else has probably written a song about the fact that they don't know what bitcoins are yeah uh, it's always scary to do the Google test on ideas yeah oh, I'm sure one, we've all done okay that. here's mine Here, here's okay. a real Here heartbreaker go. Remember when the movie Skyfall came out? Yeah. Well, I was flying, and I was like, oh, my God, Sky Mall. <laughs> and I Googled it, and there were, like, 
five. <laughs> God damn. But also, like, four of those are wasted efforts. They're like, all trash. Who yeah. didn't do the Google? Like, four of those people didn't do the Google test. And it's like, don't. I get so scared when I do the Google test on ideas. And I'm like, oh, this is so good. I do it with Twitter, too. Like, yeah. if I'm about to make a joke on sure. Twitter, I try to make sure it hasn't been made. Uh, did you see, have you seen The Last Jedi? No. Okay. No. Have you seen any stills that feature what looks like a turtle type creature in like nuns garb? No. I've uh, seen like Luke Skywalker guzzling something. Yeah. Oh, that's a <laughs> which is I think is a meme. Truly, at this point. I think the worst part of the movie. <laughs> the the literal one thing that the movie could lose and it would be better. Uh, I, I liked it a lot, but there yeah there are these creatures that kind of look reptilian, but they have like like maids kind of outfits, yeah. and I was like, oh, these are ninja turtles. Turtles. And like I searched Twitter and it was like a million. It was like, oh shit, Star Wars got some Ninja Turtles in it. And I was like, nothing is original. Uh, the internet is so good. Yeah. Like anytime I'm on Reddit and I'm laughing out loud, I'm like, why who are you? You're fucking so f- you're so funny. Like some of it is so funny. And I'm like, these are people that aren't probably aren't even trying to be comedians. Yeah. Like, but I'm laughing out loud. Of course. And it's like the internet is so good. So much funnier it's than so any much of funnier us than, will any, ever than any yeah. of us. And like Yeah, Nate Verrill tweeted the other day just simply like, fuck improv, fuck stand up memes. You know, like <laughs> just like memes it's, are it's, where it's at. It's true. And like, I know he said it, you know, like with that ironic, sure. like anti comedy wink. Absolutely. But that's truly what humor is. There's now. an element of it that's that's real. For sure. And that's why I quit. <laughs> it's over. Burn it but, down. But good for you, man. But you also still work in this realm of like there is comedy to be had in like making things for dose. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm it helps you so much in your job. Yeah. I'm sure. For sure. To and have what's, like comedic what's timing. Even better about that is that like the thing I'm doing with Aaron and the thing I did last night with my friend Lisa is I'm trying to take like more self aware like photos of people that cool. are like that are kinda like shit like not shitting on, but like calling attention to like the tropes of photography cool and so that's something like weaving some like comedic element into photography is like something that uh i'm trying to do more of Of course that makes perfect sense yeah so that's super fun this actually dovetails pretty nicely with uh what i usually ask as my last question which is how has your love of photography influenced you creatively and uh kind of in general as a person and because this is a creative endeavor feel free to kind of like turn the tides on that like how has your creative nature influenced your photography um i i have an answer to this and i'm not sure it might it's something that i I thought of before that i probably should have said when you asked me if there's anything else i wanted to add but like i would say just socially photography has done so much for me yeah like it's all about like everything that happens is just me meeting people i would have no reason to meet right and by doing that you learn so much about like different kinds of people who like, it's so funny when I first started taking photos of, like, people that were, mo- like, models and stuff, I would get questions like, what are models like? You know, it's from, like, people, like, our like my friend circle and you're similar to your friends. Like, right. what are these people like? I'm like, very nice. Like, very nice, very cool, <laughs> great course. people. Like, it's so easy to want to trash things. Of course. And I find myself with that instinct constantly. Of course. And I think one of the main things that I've learned is to, like, just let's not trash shit yeah. so often. And, That's like, great. Yeah. Uh, that's my like big takeaway. It's like there's I mean, so many different kinds of people out there that n- know and do so many different things that like there's a value in all that stuff. That's 
awesome. And yeah. it reminds me that I wanted to ask you, you have one of the little like knobbies on the back of your phone <laughs> yeah. that, that you like yeah. helps you take selfies. Uh, no. Is that the thing? I don't know what this is for. So like okay, what happened that, was, that was part of the reason why I wanted to ask you about it was like, I feel like that is a thing that is easily, uh, lambasted, you know? Yeah. Uh, cause it's like, you know, why do I need a, a little knobby on the back of my phone? So this is, uh, it's called a, like a pop socket. If you guys don't know like what, pop it's socket. called a pop socket. And Never what happened was my mom and my sister both wanted one for Christmas. And then I was like, okay, I'll buy, and to get free shipping, you need to like buy three or something. And so I was like, I'll give one to my dad. So I bought three, including this one. And thinking you were going to give that one to your dad. Yeah, I was going to give it to my dad. And I just didn't even think he'd really want it. And right. he didn't. He's like, do you want this? I'm like, not really. But like, I'll put it on my phone. The only reason that I like it, pe- people use it for selfies, I guess. I don't know. But like, it works as like a stand. That is the, when, yeah. when you did that, as you were talking about it, I was like, that's yeah. genius. Yeah. That makes so much sense. And so that's why it's I'm in a weird spot on my phone. my phone against shit yeah. to, to use it as a stand. Yeah. And it's a pizza. Um, it's great. Yeah. It's so like, that's really the only, Pop and also I found to, just today, like I had it for three days now. I found myself being like, this is something that I like to mess with and move up and down. It gives you just like a a fidget cube kind of situation. Um, But no, it's not for anything photography really. That's so funny. But it does, it does make your, like, it does make it easier to do that. I guess, like, to to say that I've taken maybe four selfies in my life is is accurate. Like, I think I've only done it and either that's because I'm not uh, into like pictures of myself, or I don't do cool activities that warrant documenting. <laughs> either way, I have not taken many selfies. It's probably a little little column A, and that's something. Yeah, a little ten of column B. T- tomatoes and uh, other tomatoes, <laughs> different kind, Roma and uh, red vine, tomatoes. Okay, well, um, I'm glad I got to ask about that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because I was like, as a photographer yourself, you're... <laughs> yeah, I mean, if these are if these are things that are being, like, sh- shat on in the general world, I haven't... Much like a selfie stick. Yeah, I, I honestly haven't heard much, like, about... I've seen a lot of them, but I don't read... I try not to read stuff on yeah. the internet anymore. I, like, it's all too... It's not worth it. As a negative person, it's too negative for me. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like, sure. I'm, I don't know. I just think, like, just f- let it go. I think that's what this year taught a lot of people. I think so, too. It's like if sometimes you just have to let negative shit Tri- happen trivial, without trivial shit. dipping into it. At the very it. least, trivial yeah, shit. Yeah, trivial. Like, trivial. Don't, let, don't let actual negative things, obviously, yeah. float, float past you. But, like, trivial things, like, don't... You're going to make fun of my shoes? Yeah. Like... <laughs> Like, yeah, you can't be like reading internet articles about no. this fucking thing that you put on the back of your phone and no. helps you take selfies and Why? helps it stand up. Who, it's out of who cares? It's out of control. That's a super good point. Yeah, uh, Joe, thank you so much. Absolutely, I had a, I had a final line planned. Uh, if if I can do it, okay. Say hey, in terms of photography, in terms of life, honestly, just give it a shot. You said that earlier, <laughs> which is, I thought was great. <laughs> But then you can also you can also end it because you probably end your own podcast. Yeah, Uh, I do usually how I end, and it holds true every single time. Is I say I love you, and I mean that. Ah, what a nice thing! I'm glad I didn't know that in advance. (laughs) Good. What a pleasant thing. Yeah, it's just a a thing that happened naturally that I think is a a nice way to cap it all. We've talked about this thing that you love. Yeah. And it's me saying, you know what? I love you. That's every episode for you. Yeah. Great. This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit patreon.com slash nerdalogs to donate today. 
and go to www.nerdalogs.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.